guys, welcome to J14 Insider. I'm your host, Tony Ferrigno, Editor-in-Chief of J14 Magazine. And this week I'm joined by my co-host, J14.com writer, Shelby Stavallin. Hi! This week we actually have a special episode for you guys because later on in the show we have Bunk star Mallory James Mahoney. She's joining us to discuss the new season of Bunked. But first, let's get into the news. And you know we have to start out talking about Olivia Rodrigo because she's like all I've wanted to talk about I told Shelby, I'm like, we could just talk about her the whole episode and I'd be cool with that. But I think first and foremost, we need to talk about how good her new single is, Driver's License. Like, it's legitimately a great song. It's amazing. It's taking over, I want to say like the internet, but it's taking over the world. Like everybody who is anybody is listening to the song and, you know, it's amazing. I'll I'll say it. It's so good. Yeah, I feel like when it comes to you know, Disney stars and just like young stars in general, it's rare that one song just blows them up into mainstream the way this song has done for Olivia. But I've had so many people text me like, who's Olivia Rodrigo? Why have I never heard of this girl? And I'm like, first of all, I guess you didn't listen to my recommendation that you needed to watch High School Musical, the musical, the series. But beyond that, you need to know her. Like she is absolutely someone that I feel like is going to go way beyond you know, making Disney songs. Oh yeah. My friend and I were talking about this on Friday when the song came out and and she was like, I was obsessed with her in high school musical, the musical, the series, like she's going to become a huge superstar. And I completely agree. I think she has a lot of big things coming and it's like another one of those, you know, from Disney channel to becoming a huge star situation, because again, she did start up on Disney channel and now she's kind of in that like middle stage and I can just see her becoming this huge you know superstar and people are speculating that she might open for Taylor Swift and I would not be mad about that that would be a great move you know I think she's someone who we see so many stars try to use TikTok to um, like advance their careers in a way and I think Olivia is someone who did it so organically one because she's young and it just made sense and she had that song all I want Um, from High School Musical, which went viral through TikTok. And I know like, you know, Charlie and people like that use the song. But this one, I think it just kind of lent itself perfectly into continuing and being an even bigger song. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I saw so many people listening to it on Instagram, like people who were captioning, like, I'm in a healthy relationship crying to this song, you know, so it really resonated with you whether or not you had like problems in a relationship or whatever you were going through. I think it really just resonated with everyone. For sure. And the song ended up going number one on iTunes and of course caught the attention of Taylor Swift herself, which I know Olivia just like in the past has always, you know, shouted out Taylor and talked about how obsessed she is and like posted photos of Taylor in her feed on Instagram. Like she's, I can't imagine what she was going through when she saw that Taylor, you know, commented on her Instagram. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm sure she was just like over the moon. I think she actually made a TikTok about it. And it's just so funny. And it's funny because, you know, she is 17. So she's super young. And she's just, she's like a fangirl like you and I, but she's also putting out these super relatable songs. And I think it's also, it's one of those things where she's easy to connect with, because she's so young and so relatable, but she's also like kind of famous. So it's really, right. I love that blurred line in between that. To me, I kind of see her as this artist who was so clearly influenced by Taylor. Like most of her life, Taylor Swift has been famous. Kind of similarly to the way Shawn Mendes was clearly influenced by Ed Sheeran when he was starting on his career. Like you could just kind of 
hear that influence in the song. And I think that's definitely evident in Driver's License that you could hear like, oh, she's going for the Taylor Swift tea with her lyrics. Yeah, I'll take the um, I'll take the Taylor Swift comparisons, please, because they're there and I'm here for them. And of course, that lends into the drama behind this song which is that it's allegedly about her co-star Joshua Bassett and Sabrina Carpenter. I, this was just something that I had no idea about. Um, like I said, my friend and I were speaking about this and she was like, I watched a 30 minute video about this on YouTube. Like I understand and I have the tea. And I was like, okay, first of all, how do we know this is real? Do we know? I mean, everyone's speculating that the song's about Joshua Bassett and how he is supposedly dating Sabrina Carpenter. I don't even know what's going on. It's so crazy. Right. I feel like the thing about this one is that no one ever confirmed that they were dating during the promo of the first season of High School Musical. And I mean, fans always speculate about these sort of things. Like it's like you always want this, like the stars of your favorite show to secretly be dating. Right. And they're both songwriters. They've both written songs for the show. They both, you know, like, their shtick is very singer songwritery, So the fact that they're probably both writing songs about each other, and this is the first one to blow up and for people to be able to connect the dots with her lyrics to be like, oh, this one's about Sabrina. Well, it got very, it got super interesting because there were, you know, the whole thing that all of the high school musical cast was posting about it and Joshua didn't, but he eventually did way later. But, and then the other co-stars the high school musical co-stars were liking social media posts of people speculating that the song was about their co-stars dating it was just it, there's a lot of pieces to this and you know you can really dive deep and get into it um we did break down most of the big stuff on the site so if you guys do want like more of an in-depth breakdown we do have that but it's just like I feel like there's a lot of pieces and a lot of people involved and especially when it comes you know to the Sabrina of it all her rumored ex-boyfriend Griffin Gluck posted about Olivia's song on his Instagram story, adding yet another layer to the whole speculation. Yeah, and I saw that um, Ethan Wacker, Olivia's ex-boyfriend, was people commented that the song was actually about him, and he was like, "Nope, I treated her well." So it's like all these pieces coming together. It's very Nick Jonas, Selena Gomez, Miley Cyrus. Yeah, and I kind of just want, like, a confirmation on all of this. Like, you know how, I mean, I know that talking about Taylor Swift vibes, she never 100% confirmed anything that her songs are about, but sometimes she did really just give us the tea, and I, I would appreciate someone giving us the real answer here because it's just a whole bunch of speculation, and, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, just tell us because now we need to know. Yeah, and, I mean, I think overall – more than anything, it's like, wow, I can't wait to hear more music from Olivia. Like, if this is what she's coming out with out of the gate, I can't even imagine what she has in store for us. And I know, I it's going to get an album. Like, it's going to be for sure. Now, last week when we were filming the podcast, as it was happening, literally, Caitlin and I logged out, went online, and there's all these pictures of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde. And we were both like, no, this terrible timing. We didn't get to talk about any of this. So now we have to discuss because I can't believe it's only like that was only exactly a week ago that that happened. It feels like so many things have happened since then. Yeah, so much has come out about this. So like you said, those pictures of Harry Styles and Olivia Wilde holding hands at Harry's manager's wedding came out last Monday and really kind of shook the Internet with 
dating speculation as we all know as one direction fans you know harry has been linked to a lot of women who are a little bit older than him in the past and some ended up to just be friends some ended up to be something more and that's kind of where we're at with um harry and olivia because no one really knows um the holding hands did look a little bit romantic but you know until they come out and say yes we're a couple um it's kind of just all speculative and we're hearing a lot of source reports which is crazy um that they actually have been together for a few months and we're keeping their their relationship under wraps for a long time you know james corden got involved got involved they said um page six reported that james corden helped them hide their relationship because harry was staying at his house allegedly while they filmed um don't worry darling which is the movie that olivia and harry are in together again another relationship situation that there's a lot of layers to and you know things kind of do seem to be heating up between the two because we do keep seeing more paparazzi pictures of them coming out yeah when those photos first came out I, shelby and i were talking and i was like this isn't a thing like they seem like they're just friends she was helped like he was helping her walk down no I think they're legit. I think they're a real couple. I think it's like surprising to see he's like he was with Camille for such a long time and there was like one photo of them together. So for this to be like so new and there's so many photos, I'm like, what is happening here? It's interesting. You're right. Because of that, there there were those photos of them out with friends when Harry was in the black sweatshirt and he had the bandana and there was a lot of like touching going on. And I was like, wow, this is just like, we're things are heating up here. And I'm very interested to see, you know, how this progresses, especially because they did finish filming their movie. And when it comes out, there's obviously going to be a lot of questions when it comes to promo time. So, you know, I'm interested to watch how this progresses. That's so true. And I think it's like kind of a given that neither one of them is ever going to actually like verbally confirm anything. You, they might surprise us. You never know. Sometimes these celebs really come out and surprise us. So I can't wait to see if, you know, Harry plays coy about this or is like, I'm happy, you know, the, the normal um, responses. <laughs> I know it's it's very like a throwback to when him and Taylor were together. And like, it was the like constant people just being like, so what's going on? I think we are probably going to get more of that. And maybe they're lucky that like people can't do actual press or anything. Who knows how long that will go on for? Like, I feel like Zoom interviews will probably serve them well if that's the case. Yeah, that's true. I, I will. I will say that. But I don't know. It's cool. I mean, I'm, if he's happy, like, I feel like we should all just be happy for him because, you know, he deserves it. Yeah, I feel like that's that's kind of the general consensus of fans. Like, there's always angry fans, but... I think more than anything, people are kind of have the same feelings that you have where it's like, if you're happy, why do we care? Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm super happy for him. Like, more power to you, Harry. So speaking of Harry, Liam Payne did a um, Instagram live. I normally don't watch these, but I was like, I want to see what Liam has to talk about. And I have to say, he just talked about One Direction the whole time. And that's obviously what fans want to know from him. And he doesn't have that much else going on. So he said a few interesting tidbits. For one, he said that um, we, he's talked about the 1D group chat that they have, but he was like, Zayn is not in our group chat because he's not in our band. But he did say that he listened to Zayn's song and he watched the video. He liked the video 
and he liked the song, but he didn't really remember it and he needed to listen to it a little bit more to decide his true feelings. He said that this is like so crazy to me that they're even old enough that Freddie and Bear like send videos to each other like through text. They'll like record a video and then send it and then Freddie will record a video. And I thought that was so cute and so weird that they're like real people. That's so cute. Yeah, because they're both kind of they're both like toddlers now old enough to. Wow. It's so weird. And then he also mentioned that he liked Harry's video and that Harry used the same choreographer that 1D used to use and that the choreographer was probably happy that he finally got to actually do some choreography because, you know, 1D were not known for their dancing at all. Here's my thing about that, not to go too off topic from Liam, but did they all said that they weren't dancers and Harry was out here with Treat People With Kindness doing a full dance routine. It's true. It's um, It was unexpected. Very unexpected. I'm like, oh, okay. You, How many of the other guys have this in them, you know? Like, yeah, agree. Probably not Niall. I think, I think Liam's done a little bit of choreography here and there, but, you know, not this. No, not at all. And uh, we also want to quickly talk about Taylor Swift and Carly Kloss because Taylor Swift just released a new song. Two new songs, actually. But in one of them, it's Time to Go. She... There's a lot of lyrics that seem to be very clearly about Carly Kloss. And I feel like this is so old school Taylor with like leaving in those little crumbs for fans to like pick up and deduct what's happening. Here's the thing. I don't, I didn't think that it was about this. No, no. I think that Taylor going on Instagram and saying what the song was about was her shutting down speculation from fans. Really? I her like description, I when in her Instagram, I was like, oh, okay, she's like lending, leading, lending into this a little bit more. If for those who don't know, Taylor wrote on Instagram, "It's time to go." Is that listening to your gut when it tells you to leave? How you always know before you know, you know. <laughs> um, I do know, um, but I just I don't know. For me, it wasn't a friendship thing. I don't know. Well. Of course, leave it to Taylor. She is never going to tell us what the song is really about. So we will just have to continue to speculate. That's why it's so great. It's also very interesting that you and I are on different sides of the spectrum for this one because we usually do agree. But I I don't know. Something about me is saying Taylor Swift's not being shady towards her um, BFF or ex-BFF or wherever they stand now. She's over it. I can see that. Yeah. Okay, so now I want to get into my interview with Mallory James Mahoney. She's she's really so sweet, and she took the time to talk to us about her new season of Bunked, which airs on Friday. She also shared what she's been doing during quarantine. She's also getting ready to get her driver's license, and she talked about so much more. So check that out. So thank you so much for hanging out with us today, Mallory James Mahoney. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to talk here. So we're so excited for the new season of Bunked. Season five is premiering on Friday. Yes, so exciting. I can't wait. What can you tell us about season five? Um, Okay, so season five, we, uh, our cast gets changed up a little bit from what we had in season four, but no one needs to worry. We still get to all of our crazy hijinks and all the craziness at Camp Kikiwaka. Um, There's stuff like, getting chained to a tree, stuck in a vending machine, and all sorts of other weird, funny things that always happen at Camp Kikiwaka. And what is new with Destiny this season? Um, well, Destiny, she's, 
she's definitely keeping like with her dark side that she has from pageants where she has this other darker side to her, but she's also working to help save the environment and growing. And she stays very like tough and strong and kind of just sticks to what she believes in. What was it like kind of getting to get into that environment part and like that side of destiny? I love it. It's so much fun to play that side. And I mean, I feel like I kind of connect with that side of her more. Um, so it's really fun to get to play and have like this similarity with her. And this season premiere is pretty special because Pay and List is back, of course. Yes! What was it like having her rejoin? It was so cool having Peyton back. Like we had tons of fun. It was fun just reminiscing about stuff from season three, telling inside jokes that we all have and get watching her meet the new cast members too, who she hadn't met before. Um, so it was just really nice. She just clicked right back in with the whole cast and crew. And you mentioned having um, new, a new cast this season, and I know Trevor Torchman joins the cast. How was it kind of bringing him in and having some new blood with all of you guys who have been around for a while? Trevor is awesome. It's been really cool. Um, he joins the cast, and we all get along with him really well. And actually, on his like on our first week of filming, it was his birthday. So um, I did a whole like birthday celebration where I decorated the door to his dressing room and I put balloons and little treats and presents and stuff on it just to kind of help welcome them to the crew. What a great welcome. I'm sure he was surprised to, you know, get that warm up. Was yeah, it was cool. I bet it's like, almost, like intimidating to go into a cast of people that all know each other, you know? It definitely is. I know I felt that way in season three. Like it's very nerve wracking when you enter because you don't want to mess up the flow of everything. Um, but everyone on our show is super nice and welcoming, and it's just really awesome. It's a great set to work on. It's kind of wild to like look back at season three, and it's you know it's, it wasn't that long ago, but when you look at photos from that season and video from that you know those episodes, it's like a different lifetime. Seriously, I was. It's so weird for me when I watch it because I'm like I look like a baby and I sound like a baby. I'm like, who is that? It doesn't feel like me. Right. It's almost like, you know, the way vloggers and people on YouTube, like they have, they could kind of look back at their lives day by day. And you don't realize how quickly, like, you're like, oh my gosh, I grew up on this show. Yeah, totally. It's so weird because even just like, um, cause I was 12 years old when I filmed it and now I'm 15, almost 16. So, um, I actually turned 16 next week, which is really exciting. But it's just so weird because it's been so long. But I i mean, I've loved every minute of it. So, And I think everyone kind of secretly, like deep down, wishes like, oh, I want to be on a DCOM or I want to be a Disney Channel star. I want to do that wand ID. Do you remember like when you first found out you were becoming part of the Disney Channel family? Um, I do. I remember, well, it was actually a while ago because when I first joined was Adventures in Babysitting. So um, it was so exciting. I got the phone call and it was really cool. And just, I mean, it's so amazing when you find out you're getting to be a part of it. I loved doing the wand ID um, and I loved playing around with it. Actually on the last wand ID I did, I think I used it as a baton because I just learned how to baton for the episode I did the week before. So I was like, I'm going to try baton twirling with the wand. So you know, I did that. <laughs> is the wands like when you're holding it? Is it, do you feel like like oh, I thought this would be heavier? Or like oh my gosh, this is so so much lighter than I thought. Um, it's 
yeah, a little bit of that. But I feel like the weirdest thing is when you do the Mickey ears, mm. it's actually a lot bigger than you expect it to be. And they have like points for you to like draw out and your hands have to be so wide and far apart, which is just really weird because you think of it as the small little Mickey ears. Right. That's so cool. And now it's been what, like five or six years. And it's like you're a Disney Channel vet at this point. <laughs> so I feel like it's, it's kind of hard for, you know, people who just wish they could be in that to know what it's really like, like what it, what actually goes down. So I was wondering if you could kind of explain what's it like from start to finish when you like when you're working on a new episode. Okay, so start to finish. Well, we start every Monday and we do this. Uh, we do a table read, which is where we're all well, right now we're all on Zoom and we just read through the script together um, and go scene by scene. And then we will rehearse a couple of the scenes on the set and go into the stage in each of the cabins or mess hall and rehearse our scenes and get notes. And then they change us, they change the script and give us a new script for Tuesday. And so we rehearse all of the scenes in the script, go through it all, figure out all of our movements and blocking. And then um, at the end of the day on Tuesday, we do what's called a producer's run through which is where we go through an order of our scenes and do them all in the sets so that everyone can see what the show will look like. And then on Wednesday, we do basically the same thing, but we have a new script again. And it's a network run through where the Disney produce, the Disney network people come in too. Um, and then Thursday and Friday, we film. So they edit our script with whatever needs to be changed. And then um, we go through and we film each scene and, Usually takes a while to film each of them, but it's always really fun. What's your favorite part of the process? Uh, probably, probably filming. I love filming days. It's like, I love the adrenaline rush that I get. And I know you've had a couple of cast members who have like written and directed episodes now. Do you ever like aspire to do something like that one day? I would love to do that one day. It's really cool because I've watched... In season three, I watched Peyton and Karin get to direct, and Miranda I've seen direct, write, and it's really cool. I would love to do that someday. Is it, I mean, your cast is majority people kind of your age, but then, you know, if you like having Peyton and, of course, Miranda, is it inspiring to be around, like, a few older actors to, you know, to kind of guide the way for you? It's awesome. I really look up to them. They're, like, my role models, so it's really cool to, like, watch them and aspire to be them. And acting is obviously a unique job, like, especially to have as, like, your first job. And when you compare it to, like, kids your age who maybe are having their first job or don't, haven't gotten their first job yet, do you have a mix of friends who are, like, actor friends and then friends who just have, like, you know, typical jobs? Yeah, I totally do. Um, most of my friends in Texas aren't actors, but I do have a few actor friends from my acting school um, but then I have tons of friends in California who are all actors too. And it's really cool because I like having these like different groups and I still mesh with everyone perfectly. And it's, it's really nice because it's just so different. Do you have back in Texas, like a best friend or a group of best friends who you're like, oh, I could let my guard down and just be like my non-actress self here? Yeah, I have, um, like two or three groups of friends who are all my friends who I knew before I even started acting. I've known them basically since I was a baby. So um, it's kind of cool to have friends like that who just kind of, they can help you keep you grounded from the life that you go, that you live through when you're 
out here living away from home all the time. So it's kind of nice to just go back and feel like I'm at home. And what's their reaction to seeing you like when you're in actress mode? Um, my friends, they love watching me in like the actress mode and doing my um, like Disney stuff or like any of my promos and things. And I do this thing called cameos where I film videos for people like birthdays and holidays, whatever. But they love filming them with me. They're like, oh, do you have a cameo to do? I want to watch. I'll help you film because they just love watching me do it. <laughs> That's so cute. Do you ever get to see like fans reactions to the cameos that you sent them? I do. And it's so amazing to watch. I love seeing people's reactions to it. It's so sweet and heartwarming. I feel like it would be almost like surprising every time, like, because you know, obviously you have fans and you have followers, but to actually see like the faces of people. Totally. It's so strange because like, even though I know there's people who like watch me all the time, I don't mentally think of it that way. So seeing someone specific, like freak out when they see you, you're like, that's really weird. And it's so sweet. That is. And one thing that I also heard that you're into is arts and crafts. I heard you're an arts and crafts girl. So I was wondering if, you know, since being in quarantine, if there's any new crafts or anything that you've done that you're like, yes, I nailed this. Um, well, I started making jewelry and I did like I bought I got this kit where I can like stamp jewelry. And so um, I put like sayings and words and whatever into my jewelry um, I started making sock gnomes, which I loved. It was really fun. Um, and then I also, I got into watercolor. So I started painting with watercolors. Cool. But do you have anything specifically that you like to paint? Like, is it scenery or anything like that? Um, I like painting sceneries. I love like sky-like scenes where you see like a sunset with clouds. Um, I love painting animals. Um, I love elephants are my favorite animals. So I love to paint those. I painted dolphins, all sorts of stuff. Now you have like a new set of gifts you could give people. Like everyone's getting jewelry this year. Everyone's getting a painting. It's perfect. I mean, I don't know if it's quite good enough to give as gifts, but <laughs> something yes. to aspire to. Yes. Now I know we're both curly girls and I was wondering what is your like secret to the perfect curly hair day? Ugh. I mean, I don't do a ton to my hair. Um, I pretty much, I wash it. I let it kind of air dry. And um, I use this thing called a Moya cream oil um, oh, nice. that kind of helps with the frizz because my hair gets huge. Um, but yeah, then I just kind of let it go and, you know, see how it goes. Every day is different. <laughs> Literally every day is different when you have curly hair. You never know what you're going to wake up to. Exactly. Have, have you had moments of wishing your hair was naturally straight? Yes, totally. Um, I love having straight hair specifically to just like feel it and run my fingers through it because I can never do that with the curls. So I'm like, the text, it's so nice. It's so soft because you can't really do that too much when you have curls. Yeah, it's so true. I do and love the look of my curls though. Yeah, I feel like, you know, it just kind of makes you unique to be like, you know, have something yeah. a little different than everyone else. And it's super easy to work with because I i don't really do much to it. Right. Now, I saw that you have a newish member to your family. You got a puppy a few months ago. So I want to give you this time to just gush about how amazing and adorable he is. Okay, yes. this is, <laughs> I got a new puppy. His name is Lord Stanley. 
And I named him that because um, my family's big hockey fan, so I named him after the Stanley Cup. But I love him. He's a Bernadoodle, which is a Bernese Mountain Dog Poodle mix. And he is so adorable. He's about six months old, I think, or almost six months old. And he is just the sweetest little thing. Um, I call him Squeakers because every time that he yawns, he squeaks with it. Oh. <laughs> so he is just so stinking adorable, and I love him so much. He's my little baby. Does he travel back and forth with you? from? He Texas? does. And he's great on the plane, too. It's awesome. Oh, that's so adorable. And has he been to the set of Bunk yet? He has. He hangs out in my dressing room. And I don't... He's just so stinking adorable. I love him. Do you... Is your... Do you have a cast of people who are, like, dog people? Like, does anyone else bring their pets to the set? Totally. Um, Miranda has a dog. Shelby has a dog. Rafa has a dog. Uh, Will has a dog. But his dog's in Atlanta. But everyone, like... We all love dogs. We're all dog people. And um, Miranda brings her dog Teddy to the set. And Lord Stanley and Teddy are best friends, which is awesome. Has it been weird? You mentioned before, like, having to do table reads over Zoom. Just, like, not being able to be around your cast as much as you were. It's definitely weird because we're a very close, tight-knit cast. And we would hang out all the time. Um, even when we're not filming, like we would just go hang out together because we love being around each other. So it's been weird this year, not being able to do that as much and not spending as much like quality time, just free time together. Um, but it's still nice being around everyone and working on set. For sure. And you mentioned earlier, but your birthday's coming up and it's a big one. Sweet 16. Do you have any plans so far? Um, not really. I planned out a Sweet 16 party, but then with COVID, I'm not able to do it. But I was really super excited for that. Um, but I do have my car and um, I'm super excited to get my license. Yeah, I was going to ask, are you, have you been practicing or do you feel prepared to take the test? Like, Yes, I do. I'm stressed, but um, I have my learner's permit. I've been practicing, working on it. And fingers crossed. <laughs> Are you usually on set for your birthday every year? Uh, yeah, I usually am. I've spent a lot of birthdays on set or even sometimes on the road, like coming out here. Um, so, I mean, it's really awesome when I'm on set for my birthdays because it's cool because I'm around basically my second family. So I have tons of fun. Do you have any highlight birthday specifically that you're like, oh, that was a great one? 13th birthday. I went to Cabo with my parents. Ooh. And it was, um, it was actually right after we were filming Bunked. Like, it was like the next day was my birthday. So it was really cool because I got to celebrate my birthday with all my friends there. And then we went to Cabo and I spent tons of time by the pool and the beach. And it was really fun. Nice. You should do like a, a half birthday sweet 16 or something. Whenever you could have a party, you should just pretend it's your birthday again. I know. I'm like, I might be doing my sweet 16 party for my 17th birthday. Who knows? It'll be a new thing. Yeah. Sweet 17. <laughs> what, can you tell us like a little bit of what your plans were? Did you have like a dress in mind? Did you, what were you thinking? Um, I didn't have a dress in mind, but I wanted to do like all like pink and gold theme. And then I wanted to do like the murder mystery party. Oh, that's where a good idea. all my friends would have different characters and we would do like a whole murder mystery night over um, and it was going to be this super beautiful, very elegant looking party. 
and then it's a murder mystery. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to a murder mystery party yet? Um, I've been to one, and they're really cool. Yeah, oh, that's such a great idea and unique. I feel like it's not something that everyone thinks to do for a Sweet 16. Yeah, I mean, I want I like to be different and unique from everyone, so Sweet 16, murder mystery. Well, before I let you go, can you give J14 readers, you know, tell them why they should check out this fifth season of Bunked? Um, you guys should check out this fifth season of Bunked because it's so amazing and crazy and you'll have tons of fun watching it and lots of laughs. Amazing. Well, thank you again so much for taking the time to talk to us, Mallory. And guys, make sure you check out the season five premiere of Bunked, Friday, January 15th, 7.30 on Disney Channel. Yes, thank you. So thanks again to Mallory. And if you want to hear even more from her, you can check out our YouTube channel, um, youtube.com forward slash J14, where we have interviews with the entire cast of Bunked leading up to the new season. We also have all that stars Gabrielle Neve Green and Lex Lumpkin doing impressions, the cast of High School Musical, the musical, the series, talking about the new season. It's very exciting. And the cast of Secrets of Sulphur Springs reading text from mom, our favorite. Yay. I love texts from mom. They're my favorite videos to watch. <laughs> I feel like we, like you and I and Kate and I always talk about how good texts from mom are because they really are so funny. And, re- and so relatable. I was watching one, who did it? Someone's mom sent them a picture of their dog. I think it was Pierce um joseph from zombies his mom was sending him dog pictures and i was like that's so relatable thank you for this relatable content <laughs> so last we have to give a shout out to the fandom of the week each week we like to end the show by giving a shout out to a fandom that just deserves that little extra love and this week we are giving it to the cast of julianne the phantoms and this is why so a while back we started to get fans from the show of the show telling us that they wanted posters of the cast specifically of Sunset Curve. So they made such a resounding request that it made its way to Charlie Gillespie, who of course stars as Luke on the show. And he heard about it and he reached out to us and was like, the fans want a poster, can you make it happen? So we of course did make it happen. And that's all thanks to the fans. So we just want to give a shout out to them for making it happen. And if you want to pick up that poster, it's actually in stores now in the new issue of J14. And we also have an interview with Charlie in there where he tells us all the things he looks for in a potential girlfriend. He lets us know like what his perfect first date would be like and where he would take a crush um, for like the perfect Canadian day out. Because if you didn't know, he's Canadian. And personally, I was very impressed by his answer. So you guys have to listen to it. Um, Charlie Gillespie is so sweet. He DMs us on the J14 Instagram all the time. I have spoken with him multiple times and I have nothing but good things to say about him. So I think that the Julie and the Phantoms fandom very well deserved for fandom of the week because they're amazing and, you know, they keep following us on Instagram. So thank you for giving us that constant love. And, you know, that Sunset Curve poster is cute and I love it. Yay. So as always, if you guys want to request another poster or, you know, tell us who you want us to talk about, anything like that, you can reach us at tips at j14.com. And that's going to do it for us this week. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and come back next week for more news. Bye.